Hello and good evening. Welcome back to another installation of WSR FM. What's happening? What's happening with me? Driving to Long Face. First of five gigs this week. Five gigs. Like five last week, five this. Ten, ten in two weeks. It's crazy. Uh, Hopefully that makes me better, huh? Um, so yeah, long face. Why the long face? I guess, ah, I never thought of that. Um, so, I don't know what I'm gonna do today. Um, don't really have nothing in mind, as in don't really have anything in mind, but we will see. We will come, we will conquer. Um, what's been cracking, um, this weekend, what did we do this weekend? John Jones, John Jones beat Cyril Gunn in like less than two minutes. Like I knew the French liked to surrender, but whoa, holy moly, you know? Gosh, you know, it's always cool to see when someone dominates like that, but what a disappointment. I wanted to see some punches, I wanted to see round three. But this was the first time I was like, all right, that's pretty cool. This guy came three years, nursing the guy who everyone thinks is the coolest and drops him, well, you know, submits him in less than two minutes. Like, the guy is like one, one of the best athletes in the world, the top 10 fighters in the world, and this other guy came in and beat him in a minute. Can you imagine? Goodness me. Like not a single person in Australia would have a chance against the guy that lost, but somehow he gets beat in a minute. Like that tells you what like people are capable of, you know, like you might get into a little rumble, you know, you know, maybe some road rage, you get out of the car, next minute, someone submits you in less than a minute, you know, not even next minute, next half minute, so I guess watch out for John Jones in traffic, you know what I'm saying, whoa, this guy's going fast, um, it's always cancelled shit cars that go fast, you know, it's like always some dumb cunt in a champagne-coloured Camry or a Mitsubishi or something that's flying through traffic. I wonder if they've ever all looked at each other and be like, ah, oh, I'm not the only champagne car that's speeding. Maybe there's something wrong with us people. Maybe we're idiots, you know? Getting nowhere fast, because if you were getting somewhere, you'd have a nice car, you know? You'd have a, maybe you'd have a silver Toyota Camry or a royal blue instead you're in a champagne colored car like i don't even know why they make champagne colored cars like i understand back in the day you know people were just like crazy just doing crazy things with cars but for cars today to still be champagne color like the only people that would be good for is people that live out in the bush so like when your car gets dirty it's like oh it's just the champagne's glimmering a bit weird today you know because it's a Mitsubishi, you piece of shit. Uh, <clears throat> other than John Jones, Bones Jones, 
Um, I was reading up, well, I wasn't reading, I was watching a YouTube short, and Bruce Buffer, he has a brother who is like the boxing announcer, like Bruce is the UFC, and the other, his brother does all the boxing, like the huge, you know, Floyd May with the Manny Pacquiao events, and they're brothers, but they were separated at birth, and when Bruce Buffer had already started announcing, people started saying to him, like, oh, you look like that other Buffer that announces, are you guys brothers? He's like, no, no, no. And he's like, everyone used to ask him and that. And then eventually he was in his car one day with his dad. And he just goes to his dad, you know, everyone's been asking me if I look like him. It's like, he does look a little bit like me. What do you think? He's like, oh, yeah. And his dad's like, oh, yeah, he's your brother. Like, what the hell? Like, that's some crazy shit. Like, do brothers just end up in the same path? Is that what it is? Like, if you're a UFC announcer, your brother would be a boxing announcer. If you're a, if you're a stripper, your sister will be a ballerina. Uh, if you're a, if you're a murderer, will your brother be a, a manslaughterer? Like, how, how does this work? Like, they're just the same people? Or do they come out of the same badge or something? Huh? Or do they come out of the same pee-pee hole or something? It's crazy. It's like they're brothers or something. Um, out in the city today and uh, saw people lining up for some boba tea at, like, lunchtime on a 30 fucking something degree day. There's like a huge line. There's like 20 people in the line. There's probably another 15 people inside the store. Just getting boba tea from this new place. If you're lining up for boba tea, and we happen to be friends, I do not want to associate with you anymore. Like, what kind of idiot lines up for boba tea? Like, if you're a man... How do you call yourself a man after lining up for boba tea? Because there's like so many other boba teas around. It's not like that's the only one. It's just like a new special one. And um, I walked up to it, looked at it if there was anything special. Literally the same thing. Sugar, tea, ice, milk, and those black dots that go in there. Why do you need to line up for this? Someone needs to explain to me what that is like and obviously you know not to be a racist obviously uh obviously there's a lot of asian people lining up so i'm distracted these two guys in front of me are trying to arc up to each other in their cars like come on get out get out oh shit this looks crazy that guy's in a ute i wouldn't fuck with a guy in a ute oh That's pretty crazy. Oh, they're going to punch on, are they? Oh, he's telling him to come follow him. Whoa. Now that's lit. All right. <clears throat> Wish I had a video recording of that. Um, all right. The punch on didn't happen. They went on their own ways. Um, yeah, it was obviously a lot of Asian people lining up at this boba tea. 
And I don't think it has anything to do with like boba tea being an Asian thing. I think being in line is an Asian thing. Like they like order, you know, they like things as they are. They like following the rules, you know, they're from uh, strict countries, you know. So when they see a line, they don't even know what they're selling. They just get behind and be like, all right, what are we waiting? What are we lining up for? Are we getting, uh, are we getting gun squatted? Huh? What's going on? What's happening? But, uh, yeah, all of them lining up, just nuts. You know, like, sometimes you'll see people lining up for like, uh, uh, like Jordans. I kind of understand that. Look, the Jordans are rare. And, like, if you line up, you'll get the Jordan. If you don't line up, you won't get it. But other than that, a boba tea? Just get the other one. Oh, I don't know. It just made me angry. You know, it was hot. I was having a beer. I'm like, oh, I would hate to be in the heat right now. And these guys are voluntarily standing in line waiting for a sweet sugar drink. Absolutely insane alright um yeah so I was watching Johnny Bones Jones I was watching with them with the Muzzo crew um the Muslim boys came out to watch that at my house even though none of the Nutmega Medals were fighting so uh you know we still did it I think John Jones is Muslim maybe alright um but yeah, these boys, uh, they're very strict, you know, they have to pray. They pray a lot. And uh, so pretty much every time they come over my house, they, have, they end up praying at least twice. Because they have to pray like fucking 50 times a day or something. So like two of the times end up at my house. Their alarm goes off. It's like, all right, it's time to ask for a blessing, you know. Uh, can I get a blessing and uh, can you make me a coffee? Uh, that's what happens at my house. Uh yeah, it's great. Like, all of them do it at my house. Like, more Muslims have prayed in my house than the Sikh people that live in my house that, that have practiced Sikhism. Like, Muslim, Islam is the most practiced religion at my house, and no one in that house is Islamic. How nuts is that? And it was pretty funny. We had a little gag. One of the boys was praying and he was pointing and he was looking towards the TV. So it kind of looked like he was praying to the TV. So we put a 9-11 video on and it looked like he was praying to 9-11, which uh, gave me a giggle. Uh, yeah. And uh, one of the boys got really sad because... Um, uh, you know, he was praying, and while he was praying, he pulled his hamstring. And like, you can't pull a hamstring while you're praying. You know, that's just haram. And it's ham, it's a string. Come on, mate. You know better than that. That's why they actually, you know, pray facing down so they don't have to like, um, use their hamstrings as less as, as least as possible. It's like, hey, my ham, hamstring can't be involved right now. Uh, praying. Uh, 
what else I was thinking about. I was talking, I don't, I don't know what I was doing. I was talking to someone and they had an accent. And as I'm talking to them, I'm like thinking, imagine dating someone with an accent. Like how long would that last? You know, for the obviously the first time you meet them, it's like, oh, that's pretty cool. What's that accent? Oh, do I sense an accent? <laughs> uh, but then the second day comes, it's like, oh, that's just this person's way of talking. And then you're going out, yeah, it's been three months, and you're just like, this accent's a bit annoying. You know? It's not city, it's city. You idiot. It's not idiot. It's idiot. Uh... You're an idiot, yeah. Uh, you know, after a while, I'd feel like I'd just, I'd just be like, "Can you cut this accent out?" Like you're obviously doing this on purpose, right? Like no one says aluminum automatically. That's a manual word. Aluminium. That's that's a, sounds a bit manual as well. But you know, words like sea or. Uh, Furnace, you know, it's an American person talking about a furnace. Furnace, like, why are you saying it like that? You're making it hard for yourself. You're, you're making it hard for me. Furnace, yeah. Just say it like a normal person, dumb idiot. That's what I would say to my girlfriend if she had an English accent or American accent. Yeah, just be like, cut that shit out. If you want me to marry you, one of my ultimatums is that you lose that ac- lose the accent. Alright? Lose the accent. Oh, God. Lose the accent. Lose the funny teeth. Keep the boobs. That's what I would say, I guess. Uh, oh, no. Uh, oh, yeah. I was thinking about that, about accents. Accents are funny, you know? Like, how did they come about? Like, why do we sound like this? And why do they sound like this? Like, that's, like we're all from England, right? That's our real motherland, you know? People say, Africa is our motherland. I feel like England is everyone's motherland. You go to any part of the world, and it's like, where did you guys originally come from? England. I'm from India, and I'm still kind of like I'm from England, you know? It's like they sculpted most of my country into what it is so i'm a result of english invasion like england never invaded india you know who knows where i'd be you know i'd still be at the farm still be doing getting on the crops so i sir am an english man my motherland is london well, it's Birmingham or Luton or wherever the Indians are, but you know. It really is, you know. Irish, Scottish, American, French, uh, uh, you know, wherever else. Portugal, I'm pretty sure got invaded by England. There's an area. That's the motherland, not Africa. Like, why do I want to go back to Africa? I mean, I've never been there. What, am I going to get hunted by a lion? I'd rather be in England and get hunted by a, by a scouser. At least I could get away from his fat ass. Fat ass. 
I like that um, you don't see grazing boards much anymore. I feel like there was a period last year or the year before, everything was about grazing boards. Like, oh, do you guys want to hire a grazing board? Or like um, those birthday packages that people used to get, it would come with like a chocolate and lollies. It would just be like a whole spread. You could pay $50, $10 worth of chocolate. You'd be like, oh, I, I, I got suckered in. I bought that as a present for uh, the miso, you know? I was like, I, I didn't care much for it either. She didn't care much for it, but it was a thing at the time. It was trending, and it was like, oh, you took the time to get me this trending item, you know? That's like, uh, you know, that's like if some tweet is trending, and the best version of it, you see it, and then you share it with everyone. It's like, oh, thanks for that. Now I don't have to look at the others, you know? Yeah, grazing boards were everywhere. I remember I saw this one thing. It was like a, a knife throwing. You know, you go, oh, knife, axe throwing? So you go to this uh, fucking warehouse and they got some shit set up and you throw axes at the wall. And the selling point comes with a grazing board. So in between throwing axes, have some fucking blue cheese and a cracker to make this a more enjoyable experience, to make this a more gentrified experience you know that's what they should call it not a grazing board it's a gentr gentrification board you take a grazing board to blacktown suddenly you're classy you know you take a grazing board to go watch the monster truck suddenly you're cultured look at this guy he's got fucking merseyside cheese that's what happens with these fucking things that's all they are you know these things is gentrification at a micro level. These cunts are fucking speed like retards. Um, yes, gentrification at a micro level. Sounds like a little bit of Anthony Albanese. Gentrification at a it's gentrification at a micro level. Yeah, I just spat all over my car. Um, yeah, they, just, they were everywhere for a while. You know, it just makes you look class. It does. You know, like if you're having a lunch at home or whatever, and I don't know, you're serving sandwiches, uh, I don't know, potato bake, um, some salad, some dip, you know? Suddenly, as soon as you get to the lunch, you sit down and the host brings a grazing board. Be like, ah, do you guys want some of this fine meal? Do you guys wish to eat like kings and queens of the past? And it comes on a chopping board, you know? That's what makes it, it has to be on a chopping board. It's a grazing board. You put it on a plate, it just looks like one person's meal. You put it on, the gra on, the, on a chopping board, it looks like you just chopped these up and put them there. Like, wow, you're so talented. Whatever. Um, what else? I had to give a speech at work today and I bombed. 
just kept scratching my face and touching my hair, be like, oh, I've got some training coming up. Bloody hard, you know? Talking seriously is harder than making a joke. It's like, oh, we got this and then we got that. Because you know, with a joke, at least you know you're going to get it. You know, there's a crescendo to the conversation that you are supplying. When you're just saying something inherently boring, it starts nowhere, gets nowhere, ends nowhere. And then at the end of it, you're just like, all right, okay. You know, there's no round of applause. Yeah, a lot of weirdos in the office. I feel like they should bring bullying back, but in offices. You know, and I'm not talking bullying like, you know, make someone feel bad. You know, I'm saying like, uh, you know, someone's being a weirdo at work. You know, people don't like him. Everyone just gets together and sack wax him. We're like, oh, the CEO's being a dick. All right, let's sneak up on him, get some pea shooters. I'll give him a wedgie. As I'm giving a wedgie, someone give him a sack whack. That'll be absolutely hectic. You know? Maybe flush the receptionist down, receptionist down the toilet. What's wrong with that? You know? Because <clears throat> there's no emotional damage. Because no one was, no one said anything bad. It's like, hey, you're a good guy, but you deserve a fucking meeting right now. You know? And there's no, like... There's no long-term damage. It's like, look, you're an old man. There's no long-term damage. What are you going to dig up your past when you're 90 years old? Be like, oh, I remember. I remember, I remember now. I remember when I got fucking flushed down the toilet at work. Yeah, that would be a good Are You Okay Day. It's like, what do you guys want to do for Are You Okay Day? I want to fucking sackwhack my boss for making me come to work. <laughs> Nah, that's jokes. Uh, yeah, that would be a funny thing to see, though. It'd be funny to see the cool kids at work. And then you'd see the real politics. Like, forget the politics about, you know, people doing their work right and being nerds at work. It'd be about who's willing to sack-whack someone. Who's willing to build a pea shooter with their... With their, uh... What's a really expensive pen called? Um, I don't know. Make a pea shooter with a steel pen. Yeah. Almost at the gig now. Yeah, I'm starting to think comedy is just the fucking weirdest shit ever. Like, you ever been to a party and, um, like, they hired like a random DJ like no one knows and he's just on the side no one's talking like the year 10 DJ remember like the formal DJ and it'd just be like an old man all the time and just be up there playing I don't know Jay Sean or like uh, Nutbush or um, hey hey baby that song um, I wonder if that's how people see a crowd people see comedians like like, they're sitting in the crowd and they're like, look at this loser coming onto the stage, telling jokes that he spent months writing with the purpose of making me laugh. Like, that's a bit odd. That's a bit weird. Because 
because I've been on both sides of the coin. I've been those weird DJs, you know. I've been a DJ on a boat. I was a DJ at this RSL event for this guy that committed suicide. Um, and each time, you know, I was just, I was just there on the side as a DJ. And like, I wasn't like a cool DJ. I was going to be like, are you ready for this? Are you ready for this? I was just there playing fucking whatever song I could think of. And I'd just stand there with my collared shirt on and be like, yep, this is the party. And then it would just be weird, you know? Be kind of odd. And I imagine that if that's what we look like when we're doing comedy. Like this guy's a bit of a weirdo. But they voluntarily came to watch, right? When I did it, no one voluntarily came to see me. They came to party. And now there happens to be an Indian man behind a jukebox pretending to mix songs. So that's a bit odd. Yeah. I guess you could look at it either way, I guess, you know? Because, like, where do people go for comedy now? You can go on your phone, you can go on TikTok, you can go on YouTube Shorts, you know, you can watch, I don't know, Sidemen. Um, random people just doing weird shit. You know, and there's like every every single person on the or in the Guildford area is like, this is what Lebo Harry Potter would be like. Oh, and this is what Lebo Lord of the Rings would be like. Oh, I got a new idea. This is what Lebo, Lebo uh, Avatar would look like. Oh man, I'm a genius. How about you show what a Lebo without a criminal record looks like. Show me that and then I'll be impressed. All right? All right. Good racism, very good. Um, cool cars out in the streets today. Must be, I don't know, do people, yeah, people must be scared when they're driving a nice car. Cause I remember I was with a girl once, spent the night, yeah, did nothing. Um, and in the morning I was like, can you drop me off? And she's like, oh, I don't know. I'm like, all right, just drop me off to Parramatta. Come on, you, the least you can do, the least you can do after letting me stay at your place. <laughs> um, so we drove to Parramatta and we see a Ferrari and then there's a spot in front of it, like a parallel spot. And then she starts parallel parking and she's reversing. And I look left and these old guys are just looking at us and she keeps going, 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 thinking her like sensor beeper would go off. And then boom, she hits a brand new Ferrari. And the owner, the owner like knew straight away. He, I'm guessing he was just looking at his car. Like if you're, parallel parking a Ferrari, you're just keeping your eye on it, like, you know, it's not like you can get, do much to save your car, save the car, you just want to look at it as it dies if something does happen, you know, it's like, it's like, uh, it's just like hold, like a rose holding Leonardo DiCaprio's hand, you know, like, oh, I can't see you go, but I see you can't go, you know, that kind of thing, and, uh, Hits the car, boom, the old guys that I happen to sit 
at the front. Oh, their reaction was a bit like, oh, shit. That was their reaction. Oh, fuck. You know? Everyone knows what a Ferrari is. You know? I don't think there's a person in the world who doesn't know what a Ferrari is. It's as famous as Kardashian's ass crack. Be like, oh, you know that ass crack? Oh, yeah, that's Kim Kardashian's ass crack. Um, and yeah, look at this hippie. What the fuck? Cunt's wearing pants that are, have the pattern of mosaic tiles. How does that shopping event happen? You're like, oh, I need to go shopping. Um, need some milk, some bread, and some uh, weird loose yoga slash shuffling pants with the pattern of mosaic tiles. Some real weirdos out here. Why can't you wear Adidas like the rest of us, you fucking weirdos? Asian lady with a tattoo. Everyone's got a tattoo now. You know? Like, oh, this tattoo means this, and this tattoo means that. This tattoo is to signify the closeness of my mother. Why don't you call her? Like, do you think your mum cares that you got a tattoo of her? Like, my son was like, sorry, Dad, I love you so much. I got a tattoo of a, uh, of a squirrel to represent you. You know, you're always looking after, looking, getting that nut. You're always looking for the nut, Dad. So I got the tile to represent, uh, I got the uh, squirrel to represent you. I'd be like, I'd be like, you know, be a good way to represent me. If you gave me the money that you spent on that tattoo and then I can use it I can use that money to pay off all the time I spent my money on you now that's a way to represent me like, now you're repping you're like yeah I got this money you know if my son's like a cool guy with the tattoos and he's married he's like yeah I got this money man for my dad for my father man I'm going to give this to him, because I lure him. What's a better way of representation than that? You know? That's the way to go. I feel like tattoos mean different things in different places. Like, if you got a tattoo in Penrith, If you got a tattoo in Penrith, it means that you've given up and you've thought, said to yourself, hey, looks like I'm not going to have many things in life, but at least I'll have this tattoo. If you got a tattoo in Bold Clues, it means you should go back to Penrith where you just came from. That's what that means. I wonder if, what tattoos rich people get. And it's weird, like, people that are rich try to look poor, and people that are poor try to look rich. Like, when a rich person gets tattooed, he suddenly looks scruffy and, you know, self-made and looks like a, looks like a bad boy, and he doesn't look as rich anymore. When a poor person gets a tattoo, everyone's like, wow, he can afford a tattoo. This guy's got some disposable income. What a legend. What a legend. All different, you know? 
Like when I was in high school, everyone was trying to look rich. You know, everyone had fake Adidas, fake Reebok. And then I get older and start hanging out in Newtown. Everyone's trying to look poor. I walk up in my Givenchy t-shirt. And then the next guy walks in with his Anko t-shirt with a big Anko logo on the front. And everyone's like, look at this guy. This guy's kind of cool. Yeah. Kind of weird, isn't it? We're in the Parramatta Road. There's a shop here called Sushi's Times Cocktails. Yeah, that's what I want. An espresso martini to go with my salmon teriyaki dish. What else we got in Parramatta Road today? The salon. What kind of salon? Beauty salon, hair salon, King Street salon. Those days are dead, huh? You don't see the cool cars anymore. You know the guys that put, used to put rims on their cars? King Street salon. Like they all sold all those cars and just bought wedding cars. Like that's where the money is now. They got wedding cars and they got motorbikes to do burnouts to celebrate a wedding. That might be the weirdest tradition that's started. And I'm guessing it's like, who else has bikes for bikies, you know? The, a bikie had a wedding and then all his mates came and they did donuts and everyone's like, fuck, that's, that's pretty freaking cool and gangster, you know? Yeah, that's what I wanted. I want to get married, but when I'm getting married, I want to look like a cool gangster. I don't want to look classy. I don't want to look formal. I don't want to look like I'm having doing the most important thing of my life. I want to look like a gangster. And then everyone started doing it. You know, that was the starter pack, you know. You have your wedding, you do it at the uh, Montage. Um, you get a Rolls Royce or you get a Lamborghini or, uh, uh, you know, you don't really get a limo. That's kind of lame these days. Um, and then you get a you get a wife with fake lips, obviously, you know, otherwise the bikes don't make sense. And then, and then you get the motorbikes and you do burnouts. You do burnouts to signify, you do burnouts to signify the love of the couple. It's fading away. It's all smoke and mirrors. And a bike is going to be the fault of it. Everyone wants to be a gangster. Who wouldn't want to be a gangster? Like, you want to be a gangster that gets away with it. Like, that must be the best occupation. A gangster that gets away with it. Like, if you knew prior to becoming a gangster, you, they were like, hey, we've got a hot news flash. If you become a gangster, you'll never get caught. And you'll be like, okay, what's the other option? The other option is you can work in IT where a 50-year-old man from Volkloos tells you to restart his computer. Which one do you want? I'm going to become a gangster and do donuts at people's weddings because that sounds much better. That sounds like my kind of life. All right, that was a big one. That was a good one. Have a good one.